Hello. I'm trying to have a little uh, talk here again. Hope everybody's well. Um, I'm still talking about the same subjects. I probably always will. Um, but this isn't really anything specific. I'm just going to go over again, like, what we're talking about, how it's relevant to you and your life, to the world, and why it's, well, it seems to me to be important, although it doesn't seem like it is. Like, you know, you'd have to be pretty clear, a little bit, like, clear, philosophically or just in a variety of ways to understand how relevant it is but it's I mean you don't have to be that uh, intuitive or that detective much of a detective to work out what's going on I worked there a long time ago and it's sort of something that I've had to deal with and you know this is not me making a huge effort but this is some effort I'm making, you know, I feel like I have this responsibility and so I'm, I'm taking it lightly. That's what I'm doing, actually. But, but I, I am, you know, awkwardly fitting into this role and I don't necessarily know if I could, if I can sort of take on the, the drama involved in some to this. So I'm trying to get used to it. I want people to listen and I want to see if there's any reaction or if anyone understands me or gets it or doesn't get it or... Okay, so let's talk about it. What is it? Well, this is the philosophical truth, okay? It's also another... Th it's, a, it's trifold, okay? This is, in, herein lies the mystery of God, the philosophical truth, and a theory of everything, or the theory of everything, okay? Now, a theory of everything a scientific matter, a, a philosophical truth, is a philosophical matter that's been spoken of in scriptures variously. And the mystery of God Oh, that's like that's a harder thing. That's that's something that has to have the philo philosophical understanding behind it. But it is also something very startling and explanatory. Okay, because what we're revealing here is like a great system by which. This world is created such that no science, no philosophy, no theology is going to be able to refute it. Okay, now, as I go about talking about philosophy, uh, theology, I'm cautious, okay? I'm not cautious enough. That's how I feel. So, look. For the religious people out there, I am not here to offend you. I'm not here to make offence either of my own religion. And 
I'm not here, you know, to dig myself a big hole. <clears throat> but I'm not necessarily here purely for the religious either, you know. This is for so many people in the world who might not be religious or, you know, the way I see it, <clears throat> there's so many young people who who would love to understand these things, but religion isn't serving them, as I see it, a little bit, okay? So I'm holding religion a little bit responsible for this. I'm saying, okay, if you if you can't, if you don't want to, you know, deviate a little bit out into the world to talk to them, you know, if it's all so culturally held in these these specific languages, these specific culture, cultures and such and such, which it needs to be, I'm sure, okay? It does need to be because of, I mean, it's not, it's a fair game. It's a game of justice that's being played out. So I'm saying even though <coughs> this might be the case, even in, in India and in the West, especially all over the world, there's, there's young people who, who need a hand to understand these things and the world isn't really offering a very good hand. I don't see it. They need more support as I see it. Now, of course, there's, appropriate, there's an appropriateness to the way one should talk about like there's, an, there's a qualification for everything, let's say. And there's a qualification to be commenting religiously on various matters. And I'm not here to say I'm um, qualified. Only qualified in the general sense and qualified if God deems it so, Okay. Um, if he stands behind me, okay, and he continues to justify me in various ways, that's up to him to do. If he deserts me, then, you know, I don't know. But I'm just saying, okay, I'm not here to, you know, reinterpret religions. The religions are in place already. I, I don't need to change everything about anything. I'm just here for the jivas, you know, who 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 can benefit from strategy possibly. And I'm definitely I feel that there's shelter be to be had in these religions, especially my own. I I feel like this is part of Christianity. This is part of what you know, has been spoken of in Islam as well. And this is part of all the religions of India. So, I mean, what religion isn't it part of, as far as I'm concerned, okay? Because this unified <clears throat> approach I'm taking draws these religions in and it says about their dharmas, their, their truths, their practices, their 
conceptions says things, okay? Now, there'll be, within my own religion, people who are offended at me. I think I'm an offender, and I probably am. I'm probably making offence because I'm making my way from where I am in this world. And, you know, that's not particularly disciplined as far as reciting scriptures or having them on hand or taking notes or having a prepared lecture plan, <coughs> you know, or talking publicly or any of that. And I haven't. So I haven't gone out into the world, you know. I've been a secret. I've been my own secret for a long time. And I am, you know, just at the point we're going, I can't, it's, it's too big a waste. It's too big a it's too big a waste to not at least try to leave some breadcrumbs for you to understand what I did understand, which I was amazed by, which I am continually finding so relevant in this world today. As That never failed to, to be that as I look through the scriptures, as I look through the philosophy, if I look at the science, okay? So I want to say, you know, I want to explain this. But why, why? Why would you do that? What, what's the point? You know, I fear there are good reasons here. And some are so, so big that I, it seems ridiculous for me to say them. But then what am I doing anyway? What is this? If this is, either this is the philosophical truth or it isn't, okay? If it is, then what's scale to do with it? What what are we going to say about the scale of it? See, if it is, the things that I worry about, <coughs> I worry more about. You see, I would worry about things and think, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. But I, I don't. I feel like there's something I have to do about it or I've got some responsibility or there's a reason for this. And that reason is like big. It's it's a big reason. It's, it's the earth, you know, like I'm saying I want to make predictions about the, the path of how of science is that and that science is a means of destruction. Sure, it does all the good things too. It grants all the freedoms, but it takes away the freedoms if the destruction at the end is worse than the state you're in to start, you know, and it can happen that way. So we have to be careful about where we're at. This world and all the things we think about it and science and all the things we think are true and etc. yeah, they're sort of true. Like they're sort of true in a social sort of way by agreements like yeah we don't want the Taliban to run our societies but that doesn't mean we've got to take all forms of spirituality and sort of put them in the in the ridiculous bracket Okay, we're continually finding people rushing to this, um, these sort of straw men uh, 
arguments about religion it's taking the the worst um, parts of it and trying to build up a picture of it in the whole. This is called scoffing, okay? This is just a word I use, but it's it's a general tone. It's not an argument. It's a it's a fallacy, in fact. Okay. So we what we've got to do is go like just forget about all that. And think about these the breadcrumbs of it, of of our reality, the the actual truth, in a pure sense. Like, okay, what do we know? What do we know? Okay, because I'm I'm giving you that. I'm giving you a philosophical system by which you can know, and it isn't a simple system. I'm not a dogmatic, like, person saying, look here, this is it. I'm saying. This is a system by which you can understand what you know and what you don't know and what we can't know. Mostly it's about not knowing, okay? Not knowing is really very important because without not knowing, you're bound to the beliefs, the assumptions you have that you you can't discriminate well enough to unravel them because they are tying you and binding you to a conclusion about reality that determines your reality, okay? It does determine your reality. What you believe does determine your reality in various ways, okay? Even physically, your mental state, your spiritual ambitions, your spiritual destinies because... Ultimately, this world is just a, a ball of beings who are all, go, and animals who are beings, who are all being bound into these great cycles with possible solutions that will cause the least amount of suffering and, and dark paths that we might be led on that we need to be redeemed from that lead to incredible suffering. Now we've got to <clears throat> consider this idea of solution and problem and remedy because this remedy is ultimately where we want to be situated. This is where we all want to be, okay, in this remedy zone, okay, because in this remedy zone, you're actually, this is where the, the divine comes into this world. This is the divine feminine, Okay, and it is in the religions the ancient spiritual sort of knowledge of humans. Okay, which which is a why a wisdom. This is a spiritual wisdom of the humans, which we don't we lack now in our philosophy and our science. Okay, now it is it is ultimately to do justice to that, but we and then explore it and unravel it and use it which helps guide us through um, like the problems to come you see without it there's great uh, much more suffering okay because it's wisdom it's it's the spiritual wisdom of the ancients it's our heritage it's not a it's not a stupid argument between 
science or religion and it's not a it's not a joke for a comedian to make. They can make their jokes, yeah. That's fine. And they're funny, but it's just we shouldn't mistake that for the real deal, okay? So <clears throat> so so as we bind us, as we uh, as we identify with the various ideas by which we're drawn into, those ideas become part of what we're we're suggesting. So, like the religion, the religious ideas are not so dangerous. Okay, They're even fundamental. Islam or any of the things that we think are like a dangerous religion, yeah, a little bit dangerous. Not not so existentially dangerous, but even so, like we had to take them under control, the fundamentalists, okay? Because the fundamentalists, often they don't even know what they're talking about anyway, okay? And they also come from a very masculine, patriarchal idea, okay? And whatever it is, look, I want to take from religion something so that you can, you see, it's about, it's about paying respect and having respect for spiritualists, having respect for those types of people, no matter who they are and what religion they're in, you know, really, because it's, if they're authentic and if they are, it doesn't even matter if they're in a religion, you know, they worship whatever it is. And they do worship it and they put their heart and soul into it. Maybe they don't have the the uh, religious trappings, okay? But I'm saying even through all that, there's a, <clears throat> there's, a, there's a religious aspect that comes even more in that the Lord is, is presenting in this religious form. He's, he's, these religions aren't sort of, they're his choice. That, that's why they are so um, strongly believed in. And they come with them, the supernatural, the miracles and the, the transcendental personalities that are part of them. And I'm saying, well, that's just the world, the way it is. That's just the field. That's just, these religions aren't necessarily just something you can transcend because, you know, God is feeding these religions. He's coming as personality and that personality is with the devotion of those who pursue that personality coming out and that's how this this personality feeds into the world, okay? It's, it's an opposite idea. But this is what the Lord feeds this idea. The Lord feeds the idea of the personal. He supports this with the personalities. His realm is the personal and his solutions are personal. His, for you even, you know, he's, he's always saying, no matter what the world is, you, you can come to me, you know, just come to me. Even abandon all forms of religion, okay? 
But I'm saying we don't need to abandon all forms of religion and we're not really ready for that, okay? We want to abandon all forms of religion before we even understand them. Okay, so... um, (coughs) This world and, and religion are a big game of... Of knowledge, and there's a what well, once you have some knowledge that I'm giving here, you can understand the world's religions in a game of the same game I'm talking about all the time. It's a philosophical game, it's a game of ontology, except the ontology is what does God exist as, not, not just what does reality exist as, okay, and so. As we say a name of what God exists as, um, you're just like we are um, born into our... See, ontology is just existence, okay? What is it? Uh, so I'm offering a, a, like this, a third way. This, the first two is like what do I know? And what do I exist as? Ontology and epistemology. Okay, this is from the philosophical truth. This is the absolute truth. So I'm, I'm, I'm using the absolute truth to offer an epistemological system and an ontological system. Okay, and, and then demonstrating the fault and the truth as per they appear there's a third way which is a possibility like what's possible um see people don't really understand that uh possibility is a like a foundation of how we we have to understand it because they understand ontology that possibility is like a freedom a freedom quotient Epistemology is like a knowledge no quotient and ontology is like a B quotient that we we have to measure. Okay, and what I'm saying is these geometries I'm talking about are actually really much more than simple. They're, they, what we see is everything that's held in relation, coming and going, is held in this relation between these, these this ge- geometrical tr- uh, truth that this is, okay, such as you, <clears throat> like, I, I worked out how to explain this a little bit. Uh, in the, in the uh, scheme of, was it life or death, let's say, life and death, birth and death. See, we, we shouldn't say life and death, right? The uh, the opposite of life is not death. The opposite of life is birth, okay? So we just have life in the middle. Don't, don't have life with an opposite, okay? Except <clears throat> this great uh, sense of of like this pure life that uh, which is the absolute truth and this 
these great monads, okay? If we think of, uh, see, death is, death is sunrise, not sunset. Birth is sunset. This means that what we're doing when we die is is more like waking up from our the night before, you know. And old age is just the the dark night of our soul. That this is sort of as bad as it gets in this this part of uh, our cycle of coming and going. Okay, I mean, youth is also. See, we're moving through. Uh, we're moving through modes. Okay, and I've I've taken this philosophical truth, this absolute truth, as Right, and I'm, devo- I'm saying this is true. Okay, you know, you do, you be. Right, I'm saying that, that this is true because I'm I'm saying what's what's reality? What's what's the nature of reality? Tell me what's what's true now. This is what you have to do when you start reality. You have to go back and you can find what can't. What can't be false? What, okay. I'm saying, even Descartes says, I think, therefore I am, is a somewhat confusing statement, okay, because it's got I in it, and I is an I, uh, an identity, and therefore it, it's an idealism. We've got to go, whatever. I'm, what I'm saying is, there is a state of affairs, okay? This is a philosophical statement that I've, uh, like, I liked it. I like Wittgenstein using it, so I, I like it, all right? But I, um, I'm saying, here's, here's where I'm starting philosophically. There is a state of affairs. I don't know the nature of the state of affairs because I'm not saying anything about that yet. I'm just saying there is. There is a state of affairs. That's what it is. There is. This is an is statement. Okay, his statements are true, right? Well, they mean it's true, like it is hot. It's true that this is hot, right? So, but is is a very important, is is like also mathematical. If you wanted to make it a mathematical uh, figure, like it's equal sign, right? Okay, so I'm saying... If once we we know that you know there is a state of affairs, there's sort of like there's a truth, right? There is a truth to this statement. So so this is frivolous, right? So therefore, people who are busily going about trying to do worldly things, so what? So what, man? You know what I mean? But I'm saying, don't worry about all that, okay? Because they worry about their their little worldly things. They don't even get them done, and they're not that big, okay. So come come along here with me because we're going to do we're going to tinker, uh, and we've got the Lord helping us to do some uh, major human suffering avoidance, okay. Not just. Not just you, okay? Now, I want you not to suffer, okay? But I'm, 
of saying, look, look, don't even worry about that. Well, he's trying to sort your, your own stuff out all the time. It's sort of like a not the best approach. You have to sort of like go, you know, if you are on the, if you are engaged in in the work of the Lord, sort of thing. If you're engaged in anything that's just like got a purity about it, that is auspicious, etc. Auspicious again, that word, okay, and it all works anyway. See, so you don't even need to sort of go. Oh, how am I going to use this to be I super free? You know, yeah, you want to be free. Sure, you want to understand all this, but you just try and understand this philosophy that I'm giving you, not so much for the purpose. You know, this is a humanitarian cause, let's say, and also an environmental cause. And uh, this is for Davy, you know, and we're going to, this is for nature as well as the jiva, which are the jivas anyway, like, you know, like, Ultimately, we're going, at the end of the day, we're going, okay, I'm, I'm eternal, I'm an eternal being, am I either part of God or I'm just part of nature? You know, it doesn't even hurt to be part of nature. In, in that if you're part of nature, yeah, okay, you're the gratitude, you're the devotion. It's all right. It doesn't mean... It's sort of like... It's a distinction somehow that we as living entities can take on board and just go, like, even that idea of this, myself being the I, is is so, uh, is so far beyond me, like being, fully autonomous and perfect, that I, you know, I, 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 I want the humility that comes from being uh, the blade of grass, you know what I mean? Anyway, look, I'm getting lost. Uh, let, let me go back to where I was talking about before. So we're talking about, like, like, you need things to believe in in your life. You need you need things to to know are true and and sort of they have. It's good if they have some spiritual religion. Like it's good if you can really believe in them. It's good if you can really. You, you got to be safe with the idea, you know what I mean? And not ideas, all ideas are safe. Hardly any are, like, really. You're always lost on little uh, paths, you know, because they don't fully embrace the ethical. They don't... They don't (coughs) do justice to the souls of these humans and they don't provide protection for all the things you want. They, They may seem to. You know your jobs and your careers and your you know, whatever company you worship, maybe Apple or whatever, or movie stars. I don't know. They don't often really, do they? Come on. So 
there's a lot of things that we, we there's a lot of ways in which generations of of millions and billions upon billions of people are trying to have their religions and they're trying to find things to believe in and it's hard i mean it's it's sort of hard because the religions are in some sense not being fed as they move into their fundamentalism and, and sectarianisms and various things. So I'm saying here, look, God is feeding me. God is... God is granting me insight. He's granting me wealth. Okay, this is Artha. This is why when I talk... <coughs> You know, I'm just a problem child because I'm I'm not in this Dharma. This is religion, is the opposite of wealth, right? I'm saying these four pillars of of ambition, these are the four pillars of ambition. Okay. Freedom, wealth, pleasure, and dharma. Okay. Now this this is uh this is Vedic uh knowledge that the thing about it is that even the Vedas aren't explaining it to you the way I'm explaining it to you because I'm explaining it in a field and, and I'm saying these are the opposites these are opposites these ideas and they're relative opposites like um, in that you you know you relative like I'm putting these in the four directions I'm, I'm saying north, south, east, west these are the pillars of the directions as well okay and this is how you understand astrology but um okay so here's wealth right here's Arta. this is what it is to pursue this for a long time and gain this great wealth right and here here's great wealth so you know i may not seem like a like a rich person, or it may not seem that, but really if you really explore how many ways I'm explaining this and all the things I've sort of, you know, all the original concepts, say, or novel ways and, and the amount of truth and, you know, relevance and just actual correctness or whatever it is in it compared to what the world has, and they search for knowledge all over the world and spend billions upon billions for to find tiny things, okay? And I'm giving you something that's like like the Himalayas compared to some the some the knowledge you get from your Hadron Collider. You know what I mean? Your Hadron Collider is like a it's offering you a grain of sand and I'm offering you some Himalayas, but it doesn't seem that way, does it? You think, oh, no, oh, let's w- we'll sit with bated breath and wait and tell us what the Hadron Collider is going to tell us about reality. The Hadron Collider ain't going to tell you anything about reality. The Hadron Collider is just part of what is endangering reality. Okay, This is part of what we sort of have to stop. Because this isn't necessarily um, something that 
the religions can stop. Okay? So, whether or not, whatever the religions think of me, okay, and I am religious, and I am under this, like, I'm under the discipline of Sri Guru. I have obligation to Sri Guru, and I only took that obligation because I know I can, because I, I agree with him, you know what I mean? And I'm, I fully even explored it, but he also has been my wealth as well, okay? Because I wouldn't have been here without him. I could, like, this is all a series of events that's ha- had to work in order for this to be. If it wasn't for the Vaishnavas, I couldn't do this, okay? I'm not saying the Vaishnavas gave me all this, like, this is also Brahma, this is, this is from Jesus Christ, okay? But it's a wealth that I couldn't unlock. It was only by the, the saints who gave me the shelter and also their pure understanding of the bhakti that I could see a way through it. Otherwise, I'd be lost in the same. Oh, like it's only the bhakti which really gives you the understanding of it, of everything. You need to understand that the love in the middle is, is otherwise you've just got your your duality of freedom and pleasure, which is your, your, your great theological territory that we're talking about, isn't it? Okay, where you go into renunciation and you, for the good and the good is freedom uh, and autonomy and God sits at the top in his throne in a, of, in a very, you know, exalted position. That is, that is what I'm talking about. That is rationalism even. That's theological rationalism. But that is something that you, like you can only understand this field with this, this bhakti saying, what is God saying about freedom? You know, like he's saying, and only the Vaishnavas are saying this about freedom. Okay. And the, the, the Vaishnavas are going about impersonalism. They know about this. They don't want this impersonalism either. Okay. All right. So, <coughs> so to understand that, I mean, what man does not want freedom? What We all want freedom. Freedom is everything and beautiful and wonderful and great. It's bloody-tastic freedom, okay? And the sort of freedom I'm talking about isn't just normal freedom, like freedom in this world. It's freedom in the spiritual, Okay. But it, the Vaishnavas are saying, this isn't love. This isn't love, okay? This awe and reverence isn't love, all right? Now, everyone holds the Lord in awe and reverence, and, and who doesn't? And I'm saying even every religion, even my own religion, okay, this is by, the, by its very nature, religion is awe and reverence in some regard, okay? So, yeah, beyond religion, Perhaps, you know, there is the Lord in your life, the Lord in our lives, and this is, we don't know how he does it, but he could be in there now, right now, all around us. So we have to look and we have to see everyone as being possibly a little God spy, okay, Because or a God impersonator. No, an impersonator, like, who are you? Are you really one of the jivas or are you the divine pretending you're a jiva, okay? 
and and that it, that is something even more than all forms of religion, okay? And it's just that Sri Guru is like is there on that path. And 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 God is always supporting the Sri Guru principle. He's not gonna go, Oh no, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna come into your life so you can tell Sri Guru to nick off. You know what I mean? He's he's not gonna he's mostly preserving this principle because he knows we need it, okay? So we need these saints and we need this Sri Guru who whom is this saintly personality whom we take shelter of in this world, okay? Now, as I start talking about these themes, the more worldly we are, the less we think we have to believe that. So I'm going back out into the field, I'm going, no, no, okay. This is the central ideas that I'm explaining. This is this is sort of a love and devotion game or, and also a, a pedagogy of education and, and how we... As with a perfect teacher and as and become perfect students and avoid this whole freedom ego game. Okay, this intention, objective, this these objectives we have. Okay, and we uh, we can pass by this ego. Now every Sri Guru has gone through this. You see, because they had this is real wealth, right? This is how we're like we the treasure of this world is 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 the service of the saint because these these are these are beyond like this is a beautiful thing in this world and I just want you to find it and I want you to know that yeah there are these saints in the world and and, and we'll we'll even tactically try to find them for you you know, your own, your own Sri Guru, okay, which isn't me, I'm, I'm not here to be that, take that role, because I'm just, well, I'm not, uh, like, qualified, I'm just, you know, rich kid, who's, who's out here trying to save the world, and trying to do it in this way, all right, so, I'm saying to you, this, these geometries of ideas that I'm telling you, like, are, are things we we have in, we find in relation. So I'm saying, like, even this knowing, we find in relation. You know, like, so I'm saying, here's birth over here on this outgoing, and here's consciousness. Okay, it's another idea, which is. Over here, like I'm looking at a clock and I'm saying, here's nine o'clock in the morning and death, that like death is at six o'clock in the morning and birth is at six o'clock in the evening. Okay, and this, this being born idea is opposite of this death idea, but look, it's also opposite of this no idea, this, this no idea. How how could it be opposite of that? So then you look at a baby and you go, look, baby doesn't know so much, you know what I mean? The baby's coming in this sort of, like the baby's got 
this existence, now see how this, this existence idea, which is I'm saying is, is on the other side of this geometry. We've got a male and female, which I explained before. See, and you see, look at this old age, this, this three o'clock in the morning and this three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm saying, look, there's a contradiction. Okay, how does this contradict? Well, this exist is what you're contradicting. As, it's, it's not like it's a real contradiction, okay? Like you exist now. It's just that in time, you've got this existential issue, all right? It's like, it's like the past. You know, sure, you're in the present moment now, but, you, but the past is still like, oh, that's a real thing, so I've got this problem with my existence, whereas this birth... This existence is just close, okay? As soon as you come into this world, though, you face this existential drama. You are bound into this material nature, bound into these, the, the depth of your condition by which you're trying to f set yourself free in little ways. And, you get, and then you move to this knowledge to do that. You get this mind, which helps somewhat, all right? I'm saying that's a male idea. Hang on, hang on. How's that the opposite of consciousness? We see this this intuition is not a is not a knowledge, it's a not knowing, it's a it's a not answering. This knowledge is part of the answering, it's a deduction. Saying so how are women how do how are women smarter than men in this regard? They don't think. They don't think so much. See they're not th they're not smart because they think more, they're smart because they think less. They, they, they intuit. They don't do it. They, they have an affinity with that. Um, but you have a mind, you have a body, so of course you have an intuition. So this is how you basically grapple with anxiety. Is Basically meditation is is what? Uh, is the cure for anxiety, so a little bit, so mostly. It, it's it's the opposite of it. So what we, oh, God, I get it. So, I get, there's so many things I've got uh, going on here. So I'm saying, <clears throat> um, I'm saying there's a, there's a theory of mind that I could share, okay, I'm saying we started off. There is a state of affairs. Now, what is the nature of this state of affairs? Okay. Once I say, "Oh, this is the nature of the state of affairs." The state of affairs is like this, or or the state of affairs is like that. Then I am saying I have some knowledge. Okay. And we're entering this. This is the field of knowledge. Don't forget. Because these these conditions and this truth play out as this great field of knowledge, and this is beyond ancient. Okay, it's beyond big, and it's beyond inclusive. It's it's the tree of life. This is the tree that Adam picked the apple from. All right, and this is what happens once you take the apple. You <clears throat> you are. From your quest, your first quest to know, bound to pursue 
this game all the way through because you you're in a in a game with knowledge to to know to predict you know because it's like you turn back okay so this is our our ancient theology already knowing about what this uh, what this field is you know like say so these scriptures aren't, you know, the things you think they are. There's there's a lot of truth, there's a lot of wisdom, and there's a lot of understanding in them and God has been feeding them and then he, at certain times, and then for some reasons he he detracts and he says this in his scriptures. He says, I won't feed you because you're this or this. I'm not going to stop feeding you. If he so wishes, okay, now... Right, so we are we're saying there is a state of affairs. What's the nature of the state of affairs? I'm saying whatever it could possibly be, let's let's find those possible names in a a field of wholeness. You know, because each time you say a name about what it exists as you're you're ensuing you're saying, okay, it exists as, and you're going to say a unity, unified name. Okay, so right from the start, you're already straight to unity because we, what the mind is, is working in these big unified, these are names which we can't really separate from one another, this 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 phenomena and this mind, you know. <coughs> we can't really separate them, but we have a belief about the reality which causes the other, okay? And and we can't separate the the ideal either. We have this great problem as well, okay? So, oh, it didn't really help you out, did I, kids? I just, I'm trying to get um, it clear to you that I'm not just taking you down a religious path. I'm saying to you, like, here is just great mercy. Like, you'd be crazy not to sort of try to move closer to it, okay? And and um, you can do that by just having, like, believing there are saints in the world and then seeking them out as in their names and then just praying to them even. Or you can go out about meeting them or you can go to places where they are more likely to be. Okay, because they're serving a great. Their Davy is, is is playing a big game here in this world, and these this is a dharm. These these are places, okay, that they're invisible that we don't see, like we don't think we think the Earth's just a random sort of bunch of culture and funny looking countries, okay, but it isn't just like that. It's also a, like, with the eyes that see it, you can see it, and you just need someone to show you the pattern, all right? And then you go, aha, yourself, all right? And then this thing becomes, once that happens, when someone shows you something, and then with that explanation, you start to understand something, and it seems to be viable and 
good, then you know you've, you know, you don't know, but you, you've got a good clue that you might be onto some knowledge, some real knowledge, okay? All right, there's plenty of people make mistakes along that that as well. So we say, what am I, like, what is the nature of the state of affairs, okay? Again, and I'm saying, all right, so these are your premises uh, that you'll, you'll have that any that these these are the great ideas that have opposite opposition in this in this field okay the state of affairs itself has no opposition except that it's a philosophical context okay but the nature of the state of affairs is is has opposition okay in in that when your mind thinks of it it can be one thing that isn't another. It's just that what we don't understand, we don't fully realise, is that the personal and the universe funds that opposition. We should understand that. That's subject and the object, okay? The, the knower and the known. And what happens is knowledge binds that not knower and that known into this duality, okay? Because we go out into the world to think and think of it, all right? And all the problems, uh, the reason I can define all these things and do these demarcations, etc., etc., is because I have a, a system, a philosophical system by which to do it, so I can. And, yeah, I can do all the things I can, I can actually, like, say this is the truth, this is knowledge, this is... Demarcation of science, this is definition of philosophy, this is demarcation of philosophy, this is theory of mind, this is a theory of everything, this is a philosophical truth, this is a astrotheology, sexes, like planet, the, the universe, this is explanation of time, this is an explanation of like you know, so many different things. Okay, because I'm I'm employing a strategy by which uh, the the words don't elude me. I, I'm I'm wrestling in that regard. Okay, because this these words, this is a philosophical domain. You you tr if you're a philosopher, you're trying to wrestle these words, right? And you don't get to win because you end up with a, you're at, like, you're pursuing something that's got an opposite. I'm saying that there's an obstacle to that. Okay. Now you're just pursuing something the opposite of what a meditator is pursuing as a, as a philosopher. The the meditator is pursuing this silence. All right. And you're pursuing this language, and you're trying to arrange. Words that express the nature of this unity, except you've got words and they are bound by the fact that of, of duality. So, to know anything, any symbol is going to require you to have that in a concept environment. Um, equation to conceive of it 
for your mind to work. And saying, so until we get a real grasp of these laws of thought, which are owning us, um, well, well, then how are we going to get to the and until we get to this understanding of unity? How how can we know the philosopher is always going to be bound to absurdity? And these are sort of the more I get into it, the more I realise this is heavy duty philosophical reasoning, all right? And and sure, that's hard. But I'm saying I wouldn't even try to do that if I didn't have a a geometry that I want you to imagine in your own mind. You know what that is, like the Star of David, the Yantra, you know what I'm talking about. That's all I'm asking you to envision and and I want you to place it over your own body and I want you to, to place place this and look at your body and look at the elegance in it and place one south at your base chakra and north at your crown chakra. And then I want you to to be able to understand yourself in these three dimensions by turning, which is identifying these, identifying the themes that run across through you as a body, and as, and um, and then we can like do the same with your body soul as as we're talking. Then we're talking philosophy, like okay, I'm an object, I'm a subject, all right, and then use that to. Or your day and your night, if you like, all right? Um, and then just turn that so you can understand your front and your back the same way, okay? This is coming, going, right? And that is, then we have a system of coordinates. It's not quite so simple as it seems that is granting us this. And I'm saying these actual points now have this actual rational contradiction. And we're measuring these lines of reasoning and these points as we put them over a a field, any field, anything, any context, any subject, anything, right? And we're going, oh, look, this this measures out. I've just got, I said, oh, look at a baby. Your baby's got this existence close, but there's no far away. And then as you go around this field, yeah, you move past this do, this is your freedom, most in this world is your prime mover and then you get to this old and you've got this existence in contradiction but this no is getting closer because as you get older you're knowing more even though <coughs> you think you know everything when you're young and so this knowing is something that you get knowledge in your youth but you still get more of this no, 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 no until you get and I'm saying look when you're young you haven't got so much do, 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 and then you go, can't do, can't do, do, and in the middle you've got do, 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 then can't do, do. So this is what I'm talking about. We're, we're moving past these great these great modes where this becomes important. So imagine a little Richter scale going when you're born, you know, like non-duality, 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 duality, being, you know, born, duality, duality. Right, and we've got knowledge, 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 knowledge. This is when you're a teenager and you're at school studying for your exams. Anyway, time's running out. Okay. Um. So. So what's happening is we we're finding this like, or like when you're asleep, 
okay, just moving to the mode of ignorance. It's the darkness of the night. 